You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hello and welcome to a very special bonus episode of Triviality, one that we're calling our Triwizard Tournament. Uh, It's the first time we've ever done a full episode as a bonus game, so it's very exciting for us. And uh, we're going to have a few teams in on the studio. So in the studio with uh, myself, Neil, and Ken. How you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, just hanging out with my Patronus. <laughs> you don't even know what that means, do you? Uh, Expelliamos. I don't know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, just hanging out here. Uh, yeah, I, uh, Ken last minute was like, let's play this Harry Potter game. And I was like, we're going to lose. But that's okay. <laughs> but it's okay. Fun. And uh, who else is joining us, Neil? Uh, all right. So... Um, First of all, a very special introduction to uh, one of our Patreon supporters, Erin Barclay. Uh, she actually wrote uh, most of these questions. She's an awesome trivia host herself and trivia writer. So we want to introduce Erin uh, first. So how's it going, Erin? It's going good. How y'all doing? Doing all right. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I'm based in Richmond, Virginia. I have like nine jobs, so I won't go into the details of those. Uh, but one of those is as a trivia host, and I've recently got into all the various trivia podcasts and have enjoyed that. As of right now, the only game I host is at a place called Castleburg Brewery. So if you look me up on Facebook, it's weekly trivia at Castleburg Brewery, which is a terrible name. I'm hoping to expand my business to do more private events, private parties, wedding receptions, birthday parties, whatever people want. Because of my nine jobs, my favorite one is absolutely posting trivia, asking people questions, um, and getting to know people through doing that. Yeah, that's great. And uh, we'll make sure that we put the Facebook link uh, in the show notes, Jeff, so people can check it out right away. And Aaron can write you guys a special game, uh, maybe for me and Ken. Uh, I don't know. What would be our trivia thing that she could write for us? if we? Just... Uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, God. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Not for me. Um, all right. So uh, our first team uh, is going to be Ken and myself, like we said. And we're going to be Team Voldemort. 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 Okay. Uh, all right. And uh, Victor Crumb is here, but he doesn't talk, so he's just in the corner. Um, so our first team that we're going to introduce uh, is Andrew and Katie, who are going to be Team Huffleclaw. How's it going, guys? Good. How are you doing? Not bad. And why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Andrew has been on the show before and uh, played admirably. He's one of our, our favorite guests. So, um, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, and why you love Harry Potter. All right. Well, as I said on the previous show, I'm a history teacher. I'm a coach. Sponsored academic team. Uh, I'm also write. I also write a little bit of trivia and host a trivia night about once a month here in town. 
Uh, I got into Harry Potter, I started in like fifth grade, and I read the fourth book first, so I didn't realize it was a series. And I didn't understand it because it was the fourth book of a series. <laughs> and then I think like two years later, I picked them up and I was just hooked. And what about you, Katie? Um, I am an assistant manager at um, a college bookstore. My best friend and I, we have been best friends since we were three. We went to preschool together. And so now our relationship is like 25 years old. We've been friends for a very long time. But um, she always and still does give me books to read. And we were in sixth grade and she passed me Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. I was like, here, I think you'd like this. Read it. And then just was hooked. And it was kind of cool because we were both 11 when we started reading him, which is the age, you know, Harry goes to Hogwarts. And then um, the last book came out right after I graduated high school. So and it's got like a special place in my heart. Great. Yeah, no, that's fun. And uh, our uh, third team that we're uh, happy to welcome here in the studio is David and his wife, Anandi, uh, and they are Team Slitherdoor. How's it going, guys? Not too bad. Good. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm impressed you got Anandi right. She, nobody gets that right, having just read it and not you know, heard somebody say the name. So good job on that one. Yeah, I got into, got into Harry Potter. I think we were probably in high school. Uh, fourth book came out. My family got into it right before the fourth book came out, and I... So we powered through the first three and got, you know, got in with the fourth one, with Goblet of Fire, uh, on like the midnight release party and all that stuff. Uh, and just been been a fan ever since. Uh, it's kind of the cliche that you hear everybody of our general age range say, but Harry Potter was the series that really got me to enjoy reading, as opposed to only reading for school. Uh, this one, this one's a nerd that was reading before then, but you know. Uh, but yeah, I do data entry for the postal service, and so I've got a lot of downtime to just listen to audiobooks and. So, uh, use, if nothing else, use this as a good excuse to go back and read and listen to all the audiobooks, which, by the way, if you get a chance, do it. Jim Dale is a god of audiobook narration. Uh, he did the American versions. They're amazing. So, I'm in. This is an audio noise. I'm a social studies teacher, and I love trivia. I That's one of my favorite things to do, of Trivial Pursuit. I'm their Disney trivia, and they're... I got into the Harry Potter books right, actually I didn't know this, right before the fourth book came out as well. My grandparents were like, this is a really good series, you should read this. <laughs> and I thought they looked stupid because of the covers, but it worked out. And yeah, I went through all three of them and then powered through the fourth one and then everybody else got to read them because I read the best. Awesome. Well, uh, we're we're really excited to have all of you here. Um, this should be a really fun game. Sounds like we got an uphill battle. Oh, it, it's it's no battle. We're already dead in the ground, probably. We're but... uh, we're tr- gonna be trudging through the forbidden forest. <laughs> yeah, he said we should be Team Neville. But if we're Team Neville, then we do come back in the end and and cut yep. the head off the whoop, snake, whoop right? Some ass and be super handsome and turn out handsome. <laughs> that's right. Uh, he is very handsome. That's correct. Voldemort um, is not handsome, so we'll go with Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll go with Tom Riddle. Yeah. So in addition to uh, Aaron writing a few of the questions, uh, our friend Jen Keep, who's not been on the show and wanted to make it but couldn't make it, we've taken some of the questions she'd submitted when we thought about doing a Lay It On Me originally. So thanks to Jen as well. She was going to be a great competitor for you guys, uh, and that's why we're taking their places. Um, you know, embarrassing. It needs, it needs embarrassing. to be a Triwizard tournament. It has to be a twi- Triwizard tournament. And I did see it at uh, Universal in... Um, LA. I went there and I almost threw up on the, the ride because I drank too much butter beer. I was like, I can handle this. All right, we're in trouble. Yes. Let's get started. <laughs> All right. If we're ready to get started, we'll start with question one. In the game of magic chess that the trio plays on their way to the Sorcerer's Stone, what piece does Ron play? 
I actually know this one. Woo. Team Voldemort is locked in. We're locked in as well. We're good. All right, everyone's locked in. Let's start with Team Voldemort. Just remember uh, from the first movie, I just can hear a little Weasley's uh, voice going, I'll be a knight. <laughs> Team Huffleclaw? Yeah, we said knight as well. And Slitherdor. Yep, and I'm pretty sure, I'm not, you know, I'll, we'll just lock in knight, but I'm pretty sure he tries to be Batman. I'm pretty sure he actually is the Black Knight as, a, <laughs> as an extra. Ah, well, okay. Well, uh, I don't have that level of specificity here. I think a knight will do. Especially if Voldemort is going to have any chance of getting points this game, so we'll uh, we'll give ten points to all teams on that. Nice way to start out. Question two. This is a math question. I want the number of points a seeker receives for catching the golden snitch divided by the number of inches that the elder wand was. So the answer is going to be the answer to that mathematical equation. Uh, team Voldemort is in with a rough guess. I'm really disappointed. I have several wands um, that I picked up when I was at the Wizarding World, and I forgot to bring them because I was in a rush to get here after work. <laughs> Jeff's just a closet full of wands. We got something. Okay. I wouldn't say full, but there are several wands in the closet. We're running out of time here, so let's get those answers in now. Should we start with Team Slitherdor? Okay. Uh, we know that you get the 150 points for getting the snitch. I, for some reason, I feel like I remember that the Elder Wand was extra long, which my wife said, you know, it, that's what she said. Um, and so I think, I'm pretty sure, I thought that I remembered the Elder Wand being 15 inches, so then the answer would be 10. Okay. Uh, Team Voldemort. Well, uh, if they're right, then we're right, because we said 10, but we thought that the snitch was 100 points and the Elder, <laughs> the elder Wand was to 10 inches, so we might have... Uh, Morded our way into that one. Yeah, we're not quite into John Holmes territory. All right, and Team Huffleclaw. <laughs> All right, so we knew that it was 150 points, but we couldn't remember how long the Elder Wand was, so we just went with something to be an even number and said it was 10, so we went with uh, 15 for the answer. All right, the answer was 150 points for catching the snitch, 15 inches for the Elder Wand, so Ooh. 10 points. Very lucky for us. Yeah. <laughs> I think that might be the first time that anyone on Triviality's done bad math with good results. Yeah. No, no, our math was correct. Our our individual answers were wrong. Yeah. I haven't even said anything, so it's all Ken, just so you know. <laughs> on to question three. How does Peter Pettigrew die? Um, so Peter Pettigrew, I think that's, that's the, the rat. Is that the wormtail that's, dude? Yeah, that's the rat guy. Uh, I think uh, Voldemort zaps him, doesn't he? Because um, he's angry because he messed up or something? Yeah, uh, I don't or, know. or somebody somebody zaps him. Yeah, I don't know. We could just say Voldemort. I mean, I don't, does he die? In... I don't even know if he does die. Is that the question? <laughs> he dies. He dies. Um, um, Timothy Timothy Spall. I know that. Voldemort does the uh, the curse on him. Let's go with that. All right, Voldemort. Okay. All right. So let's start with uh, Team Huffleclaw on this one. All right. Uh, what we end up saying was the hand that Voldemort made him ends up choking him to death. Okay. And uh, Team Slitherdoor? Uh, yeah, it chokes him. To cho the fake hand chokes himself to death when he, after he hesitates to hurt to kill Harry. Because Harry had yeah. saved him. Right, so showing that little bit of mercy causes the Voldemort hand to kill himself. Okay. We, uh, we, uh, we erroneously said that uh, Voldemort zaps him with a curse. <laughs> yeah, which is Zap not is correct. Zap is a technical term, right? Yeah. Yes, I think so. Zaps him with his wand. Yeah, no, he is uh, strangled by his magic hand. So uh, points will be going to Slitherdoor and Huffleclaw on that one. 
So these answers were written with short answer blanks in mind, but um, those were some excellent complete answers. <laughs> both teams gave. Question four. What was the name of the character who took over for the fat lady in the Gryffindor painting after Sirius scared her away? We're good. <laughs> that kind of response time was like me in science questions. Do you, you remember this part? Do you I don't remember, remember, remember his name. Oh! This is one I'll be curious to see how you guys pronounce it, because I grew up hearing it one way on the audiobooks, and my wife says it a different way. So we'll, I'll, I'll be curious <laughs> to see who's, who says it how. I just want to say that. I, yeah, that's, that's all I got. That's all right. Got. That's all and, we are and, and we're in as well. We're not good, but it's <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's start with Puffleclaw. They seemed unsure. Well, we couldn't think of his full name, so we said Sir Cad. All right. Team Voldemort? We went with uh, the very strong character, Hunter Hurst Helmsley. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all the right. Kings. He's not going to guard a door. <laughs> And uh, Slither Door. We went, I think it's pronounced Sir Cadigan. I've always heard it Sir Cadugan. I've always said Cadigan. Woo! <laughs> yeah, Sir Cadigan or Cadugan is the correct answer. I'd never heard it pronounced. Um, but that's very interesting to know. Uh, uh, interest, another thing with that is uh, growing up, I'd never heard the name Hermione before. Uh, in the audiobooks, he says Hermione, but before then, before I'd ever heard the audiobooks, I always said Hermione. <laughs> I think that's a pretty common one. All right. Question five. This one's a little outside of the books, but Dumbledore is an early English word for what? We're in. We're in. Oh, I've heard this one, too. All right, hold on. Let me start the timer. <laughs> Dumbledore. It's like, um, it's kind of, it, it, it is whimsical like it sounds, like it's meaning. And I'm trying to get the, the Gandalf thing out of my head. As Gandalf always said, use the force, Harry. Yep. You're a wizard, Harry. The only thing with Dumbledore is I in, I have two voices in my head constantly. I have Michael Gambon and I have Richard Harris. So Richard Harris always sounds like he's minutes from death, which he was. Oh, Harry, Harry. Let's, let's go with Harry. a door knocker. All right, we'll go with door knocker. And then Michael Gambon, of course, is, wow, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that's what you're going with? We're going to go with Door Knocker. Okay. Yeah. Team Hufflepuff? Uh, it is Old English for Bumblebee. Oh, that's right. And Slitherdoor. Yep, it's Bumblebee because J.K. Rowling said she always pictured him humming to himself and like a bumblebee. Hmm. Fascinating. It is a bumblebee. Yep, I definitely heard that. So the, uh, the two teams will be getting credit on that one. All right, question six. Who is the head of Hufflepuff House in Harry's first year? And for a bonus point, what does this person teach? And on this one, the bonus is just to show off how big of a nerd you are. No points will actually be awarded. Yeah. <laughs> that was going to be yeah, the question good. that I was about to ask. We're good, too. How do you feel about uh, Sprout? Professor S Sprout. Sprout? She seems like a Hufflepuff. Who is that? Is that Emma Thompson? No, that's uh, Trelawney. Oh, who's the, one with the big who's the one with the big glasses? That's her. Oh, okay. I don't know who Spr who's Emma Sprout. Emma Thompson. She's a... Uh, Herbology. Whatever. <laughs> uh, is Hufflepuff, they're pink, right? The colors are no. Uh, or, no, no. Well, I have, I have, um, no, Hufflepuff's for life. It was in my web series. They're yellow and black. They're okay, and black. Sprout. That's fine. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Voldemort uh, <laughs> said Sprout, I guess. Uh, that's all we got. Sprout and Kirby as a bonus. Sprout. Oh, okay. Hufflepuff? 
Uh, it is Professor Sprout, and she taught herbology. All right, and uh, Slitherdor. Same thing, Sprout herbology. Oh, Neil eating his words right now. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, fist pumping going on from Ken right now in the studio for, for getting that one. Neil, watching your face as we read these questions is so far the best part of this. <laughs> <laughs> Question seven. Uh, another math one. Uh, the number of Harry's vaulted gringots plus the number of movies based on the original books. And I had the, the benefit of rewatching the movies recently, so I do know this one. Is it the original of books or the number of movies? Um, the number of movies based on the original books. Okay, I think we're in. We're in. Uh, so we know the movies. It's eight. Um, Deathly Hallows is two movies. And then six uh, other ones. Um, but I had no idea about the vault. I don't yeah, know. same here. All right, so we just went with... Uh, we'll go in first, I guess. We just went with 200. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, Slitherdor? Uh, weren't a hundred percent on the Harry Potter on the vault on Harry's vault. We had this in the trivia game we did the other night. We were pretty sure it was six eighty seven. Not a hundred percent sure, but six eighty seven plus eight movies. So we came up with six ninety five as our answer. And Huffleclaw. Yeah, we looked at the numbers earlier. Uh, we were pretty sure it was six eighty seven as well. Well, she was pretty sure it was six eighty seven. Yeah. Plus the eight movies, we came up with six ninety five also. <clears throat> well, it's good that your math skills didn't fail you. Six ninety five points will go to both Slitherdor and Huffleclaw. We, we learned math, unlike all the kids at Hogwarts. <laughs> I did not learn math. He's been doing my math homework since 2005. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like uh, Voldemort's still in exile here. So Yeah, we're, we're only in, the, uh, we're in the, the snake form. Is that what he is in the beginning? And then we have to turn into the little baby oh, he's, thing. He's on the back of that dude's head in the beginning. Oh, that's right. Mean... oh yeah, that's right, with the, the cloth. Yeah. You know what oh, yeah. that is? That's total right. ripoff J.K. Rowling of Total Recall with <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. <laughs> Famous Neil tangent. Are we ready? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Neil is still musing. Are we good? Okay. Question eight. In the Sorcerer's Stone, Harry buys his first cauldron made from what metal alloy? Hmm. We're in. I'm in. Okay. This one's a favorite of mine because I like science. Sure. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing. We have something. All right. Everybody's in. All right, Voldemort, you guys seem pretty confident. What was your answer? Ken's confident. I have no uh, idea. I'm not sure if this could uh, withstand heat uh, scientifically, but uh, pewter. It seems wizardy. Pewter. Okay, with the wizardy answer. Huffleclaw, what did you guys think? Uh, we just said brass. We weren't sure. All right, and Slitherdor. We also went with pewter. All right, the correct answer is pewter. I should have thought about I feel like you're right. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I feel like that seems like an unwise thing to make things in and then drink out of, right? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Won't yeah. that kill you? Yeah, they're wizards. They'll figure it out. No, I don't think I don't think pewter is that dangerous. Uh, they used to make um, goblets and things out of that in well into the um, 19th century. I have so. a little pewter statue, so I'll uh, put some flame to it and see what happens. And just and then lick it. Bite out of it and report that. <laughs> would shoot would, it into my veins. <laughs> would one have? Uh, would one have had mead and pewter? You may have. Yeah. Okay, that's all I needed to know. Okay, good. I think it's a lead alloy, yeah. But much like your fillings, it's not dangerous. There's going to be a whole bonus episode on just pewter on just podcast. Now called well, actually, we got to start it. <laughs> okay. It has to be called pew pew pewter. <laughs> there you go, well, pew pew. Uh, that's definitely going to be a thing. All right, question nine. What is the name of the Wizarding Hospital where Neville's parents live? We're in. Got so excited, I almost read the answer on accident. Neville's parents work here? They live there. <laughs> they live there? 
Okay. This is all I know about this, and this is what I'm going to tell you. We're in. My girlfriend Colleen's favorite scene, apparently, from the book, and she's always upset it's not in the movies. There's, like, some dramatic scene where, like, he goes to the hospital and, like, talks to his parents or something. Mm-hmm. And it sounds really great, and I don't know what it is, but she every, movie, every time we watch whatever movie that is, she always mentions that scene, and then I get choked up. So I don't know what happens in that scene. Let's let's say the... Uh, how about General Hospital? How about the... <laughs> <laughs> about the uh the great britain hospital for the wizardly insane okay that's good with me all right team huffleclaw uh we went with uh saint mungo's all right and slither door yep saint mungo's hospital for magical maladies and injuries uh i will take the abbreviated form of just saint mungo's but the yeah for for uh free imaginary bonus points again on that one it is saint mungo's hospital for magical maladies and injuries so what is that scene I was talking about? I, I can't really remember it specifically. Does anyone have any? Um, basically what happens is the Harry and Hermione and Ron see Neville with his parents. And Neville has never told any of them why his parents are there. Yeah, they're there because they got uh, tortured they into tortured. insanity. And so when they see them, they don't say anything. They just kind of acknowledge each other, but they don't. Mm-hmm. They're kind. And you see, you see, ne- you see Neville's mom give Neville a bubblegum wrapper as a gift because it's Christmas. And even though it's just a bubblegum wrapper and Neville's grandmother tells him to just to throw it away, you see him tuck it in his pocket that he's keeping it because it's something that his mom. See, there's a little kernel of a memory there where I knew that they were like off. But I couldn't, I couldn't uh, come up with. Did that Saint memory? Mungo's. Did that memory get pulled like this? Get pulled and put into the thing, <laughs> into a pool of water. All right, let's let's continue. All right, sorry. That's a great, great explanation though. That's that definitely Thank sounds you. familiar. Number ten. What color is Cornelius Fudge's bowler hat? Okay, we're in with a guess. Oh, we're in. We're in as well. All right, Voldemort. What was your guess? Just going uh, straight up brown. Yeah, brown for his name. Okay. Hufflepuff. We said lime green. Yikes. Okay, and Slitherdor. <laughs> yeah, uh, we I, we locked in with purple, but then I was like, wait, I think it's green, but we locked in with purple, so we're going to get the point wrong for purple. Okay, yeah, it is lime green. Yeah, so that definitely was not Cornelius Fudge. That didn't fit there, but it was, it was okay. Decent logic. So, yeah, after the first round... Uh, Ken and Neil, Team Voldemort, uh, 40 points, uh, I guess, respectable, but yeah, we don't know bad. what we're doing. Team Huffleclaw with 60 points, and in the lead with 90 points is Team Slitherdor. All right, so for this swing round, we thought it might be a little too easy to do the top 10 Harry Potter characters by mentions in the book. So we're going to make it a little harder. We're going to slide the list down a bit. I would like the top 10 if your list starts at number 6. So what we're looking for is uh, 6 through 15. And just for clarity, because this came up when I asked this question when I did this game live, um, for example, Harry Potter would be one, the boy who lived is not. So this is based on actual names and not nicknames. And not like uh, proper pronouns like him, he, stuff like Correct. that. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Right, um, so the best way to do this is to come up with the first top five, I would say. So right. Harry, Ron, Hermione, Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Yeah, right. Snape. Uh, so Harry, Ron... Hermione, Dumbledore, Snape is five. Maybe Hagrid? Okay, let's... Um, no. All right, so Snape is five. So now we're starting our list. Hagrid, yes. Um, get, probably uh, Draco, right? I mean, he's... Draco, the... yeah, let's get Draco in there. 
Let's get uh, let's get Neville in there. Okay. Let's get uh, Sirius in there. Okay. Uh, oh, we gotta. We, I think we have to. Okay. No, I'm gonna say that one. And just leave him off. Yep. Okay, I think I think we're good. I mean, there is that one chapter that Harry just goes on and on about the damn wand shop, and he's just like Olivander, Olivander, and he just kept <laughs> saying it over and over again. All right, <laughs> everyone's in. Yes. All right, so we're going to be getting five points apiece on these questions. Um, so let's start with Team Voldemort. We're running down the whole list, eh? Yep, just give me your list, and okay. then um, I'll have you mark yours off as we go. So on, on the top of the list, the top five, we assumed it was Harry, Hermione, Ron, um, Dumbledore, and who was the last one? Uh, and then we decided Snape. Snape, yeah. All right, so starting the list, we have Hagrid, Draco, Neville, Sirius Black, Fred and George Weasley, Hedwig, McGonagall, Voldemort, assuming that uh, half the time he's referred to as he who will, who should not be named, and Luna Lovegood. All right, and Team Slitherclaw. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we didn't we didn't think did make the connection you did about Voldemort and the he who must not be named. So the, these are the ten that we locked in. Uh, same as you, we had Harry, Ron, Hermione, and Dumbledore in the top five. We also had Voldemort because we weren't thinking of the, you know, you would know who all that. So the 10 we locked in as our answer were Sirius Black, Remus Lupin, Snape, Fred, George, Weasley, uh, Draco Malfoy, Professor McGonagall, Hagrid, Ginny Weasley, and Neville Longbottom. All right. And Huffleclaw, what'd you say? So we're pretty sure the top five were Harry, Ron, Hermione, Snape, and Dumbledore. Then we went. Voldemort, Fred and George Weasley, Ginny Weasley, Sirius Black, Remus Lupin. I think Dobby was in there. Uh, then we went Wormtail or Peter Pettigrew, uh, Hagrid, and Draco Malfoy. All right. So there was a point of contention um, with all the teams. I'll read you the top five first um, as to who was exactly in the top five. And it's not quite who you'd expect. Uh, nearly 19,000 mentions. No surprise, Harry Potter. Uh, quickly dropping off, 64-64 mentions Ron Weasley, Hermione Granger, Albus Dumbledore, and number five, Rebus Hagrid. Ooh, Hagrid's five. Hagrid's hmm. five. They do hang out with him an inordinate amount of time. He, he is a good uh, plot device to you know give some good exposition. Yeah. So uh, the next 10 on the list, um, everybody thought he was mentioned more often. Professor Snape, Lord Voldemort, Sirius Black, Draco Malfoy, Fred Weasley, Remus Lupin, George Weasley, Neville Longbottom, I don't think anyone said Arthur Weasley, and Ginny Weasley. That rounds out the top 15 Harry Potter characters by mention. Nice. The real news there for me was that Fred and George were not the same, that Lupin came in ahead of George. Yes. So yeah, Fred Weasley has 920 mentions. George Weasley only 821. So I don't know what uh, what George was up to. If you want to, if you want to, cut a little short, right? That's that's true. Yeah, <laughs> actually, now that you mentioned. <laughs> if you want to have one of those, I'm not crying, you're crying moments. Uh, something I heard on a video I was watching today that the only time that Fred and George got to see each other as old men was when they put their names in the Goblet of Fire. Oh come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> too soon. I, I always <laughs> right? thought. I always thought it wasn't so bad because there was just like an extra one. So, so there was there were some questions. Team Triviality had thrown out some other names. Um, Hedwig comes way down the list at two hundred and four mentions only. What did you see? See where was Dobby? Oh, good question. So um, I know McGonagall was mentioned. She's sixteen. She was just outside the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dobby is about twenty or twenty-one. Uh, four hundred and sixty-nine mentions. 
Uh, James and Lily, did they come on that list at all? James and Lily come actually pretty far down the list. Um, Lily's mentioned 127 times, and James, 190. It's best so not actually to, after it's just, ha- Hedwig. It's, it's best not to keep bringing up your friend's dead parents all the time. They were kind of dead through the entire series, so that can be excused. <laughs> it's astonishing um, how, how often or not often some of these characters are mentioned. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so before I do the uh, the scores going into round two, uh, I know this is hard for a lot of people to do, but just it's going to be spontaneous for the moment. Um, what? Uh, let's go with uh, Team Huffleclaw first. Just name your, your favorite character. If you had to kill every other character except one and read a whole series about him, who would it be? Remus Lupin, number one, all-time fave. Uh, mine would probably be Maybe. Ron. Ron, okay. And Team Slitherdor, what about you? Uh, for me, I had... Uh... This is the, you know, when I was getting ready to listen to, to do this podcast. I re-listened to the books, and since the last time I've read the books, we had our our first child. Uh, we have a two and a half year old daughter, and having that different frame of reference and viewpoint to listen to these books through, I had a absolute new appreciation for Lupin. Like I completely viewed his character yes. completely differently, had being a being a father now myself. So I think mine would definitely be Lupin. I would pick McGonagall. McGonagall is pretty badass too. So McGonagall, and then what about you, Aaron? So I'm going to avoid the question, which is kind of my brand, and do a hot take, which is that <laughs> Harry Potter is basically the Luke Skywalker of fantasy, where he does nothing but whine a lot and relies on the people around him to save the day. I'm going to go with the basilisk. <laughs> the ba- <laughs> That's a much better answer. Is that the snake? Yeah. All right, and I'm going to go with uh, Filch. Is that the guy who cleans the? Ar- Argus? Hogwarts? Yeah, the guy who has no he- business around kids. <laughs> yeah, he's got to have some great stories about those damn kids. Jeffrey? Don't don't attend any weddings with Filch, though. Ooh, good, yes. good call. Dobby for Jeff. Okay. Dobby for Jeff. All right, moving on. Uh, so going into the second <laughs> round in third place, uh, understandably, is Team Voldemort with 70 points. So respectable. Respectable. Uh, second place is Team uh, Huffleclaw with uh, 95 points. And uh, currently in the lead is Team Slitherdor with 130 points. Just as in the books, Voldemort is just there to throw a wrench into the Triwizard Tournament. 
Right. So which one of us dies when you, you know, which one of us has to be Diggory? I have, we'll, the, we'll I have the, I have the, I have, I have the patents and hair, so I'll, I'll take the hit. I'll die. <laughs> I don't have enough uh, paid time off at work to die right now. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have the Voldemort hair, actually. You My do. life insurance isn't good enough to die right now. <laughs> so, I have the Voldemort hair and the Hagrid beard. Yeah, so we're all in agreement. No one wants to die right now. <laughs> I got a little bit of time left. <laughs> Question one of round two. We all know that lumos, maybe some of us do, is the word to light your wand. What word extinguishes a lighted wand? We're good. Okay. All right. Uh, let's start with Team uh, Huffleclaw. Uh, we believe it is Nox. N-O-X. All right. Team Slitherdoor. We agree. Also it, Nox. All right. And Team Voldemort. Yeah, we went with uh, mother-in-law. <laughs> uh, mother-in-law is not correct. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Uh, it is Knox. So the other two teams will be getting credit is on that. Is that from the Latin for night? Knocked? Uh, could be, although it's spelled differently. Or maybe German. Germanic for night. Ten points uh, going to Team Huffleclaw and ten points going to Team Slitherdoor. All right, number two is another math question. Sorry. I liked them. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad somebody does. I wrote them and they stressed me out. Number two, the number of wizards in the advance guard that brought Harry to the headquarters of the Order of the Phoenix in the book multiplied by the number of Deathly Hallows. Okay, we're in. Okay, we're in. All right. And uh, what did you say on that one, team? So the door. Uh, at first, okay, so we, we ended up going with six members of the advance guard. We're kind of, point of contention there. We're not 100% sure. Six members of the advance guard, three hallows. So our answer is 18. All right, and uh, Huffleclaw. Yeah, we couldn't figure out exactly how many were on the advance guard either. We said seven, and we knew there were three hollows, so we went with 21. And Voldemort. So had to estimate a nice round uh, five for the advance guard and uh, three hollows, so uh, 15. Sad thing is I think Voldemort might have gotten this one. Uh, I believe there's less representation in the film, which is I know what Voldemort is thinking of. In the books, there are nine Everybody had the Deathly Hallows at three. That's 27. Dang it. I wrote nine down first. So, unfortunately, no points on that one. So, for those who are curious, because I just pulled it up, because I got argued with this um, when I did it live, the nine were Alastor Moody, Emmeline Vance, Nymphador Taunts, Kingsley Shacklebolt, Elpheus Doge, Doge? Yeah. Remus Lupin, Dalis Diggle, Hestia Jones, and Sturgis Podmore. Oh, that's I think, according to the Wikia article I just pulled up. Oh, so wait, those are the, the people that meet in the living room and protect Harry. Right. Oh, I was thinking they were bad people. I had no idea. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, w- I was thinking the right scene. I just didn't know there were th- that many. So. Okay. So mad that I wrote nine originally and didn't go with it. <laughs> <laughs> there were six in the film version. I know how much everybody loves math. I know I do. So <laughs> back to back with another math question. All right. This time I'm looking for the length of Harry's wand plus the length of Voldemort's wand. It's kind of personal. In inches. Are we really having a wand measuring contest here? I mean, we're not here to measure. Except we are because that's what the answers are. <laughs> I have so many jokes. I just, I can't. You, you can, Neil. <laughs> we can edit and censor. Are, are these measured tip to tip? or? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that might be the most efficient way to measure them. Just for the record, a tip-to-tip joke is the reason that we have an explicit tag on the only <laughs> Silicon Valley. All right, um, let's go uh, 24 together. Okay. We're locked in with a guess. Yeah, we're locked in with a guess as well. All right. And uh, you guessing on this one too, Voldemort? Yep. You should know. It's your wand. So <clears throat> it, it's our wand? 
Oh, yeah. Well, so we look down minute. and... <laughs> <laughs> so Voldemort's is 12. Um, and we said, <laughs> no, we figured Harry's... Harry's is uh, probably equal because they have that scene where they're like fighting and it's power to power and it's like very equal and it's he lives inside of Harry or whatever. So if Harry, sorry, <laughs> I, I, I could have gotten real bad there. I didn't. So Harry and, and we just figured it was 12 and 12. So we put 24. Yeah, they have uh, matching ones, don't they? <laughs> they do. I don't know if they they're do. They're the same phoenix feathers in both ones. Oh, well, right. no, it's a different phoenix feather. What, what happens at Gringotts from the stays same at Gringotts. same phoenix. Yeah. Okay. All right, team, team Slitherdor. Uh, okay, so we we're, we're we're guessing a little bit here as well. Um, I we thought we remembered Harry's having a three quarters at the end of it, but uh, so we said eleven and three quarters for Harry and thirteen for Voldemort. So we went to twenty four and three quarters. Okay, and Team Huffleclaw. We just said one was eleven, one was ten, so we went with twenty one. Uh, Harry's wand was eleven. Voldemort's was thirteen and a half. Oh, oh we were close. So nobody's <laughs> gonna get points for twenty four and a half. I think on the three quarters you might be thinking of the platform. No, I don't yeah, remember. I yeah, I don't remember his being uh, a quarter measurement. Is that measured in inches? Inches, yeah. Or centimeters. Most guys round up anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if any, and if anybody's wondering if that half inch really matters or not, uh, it does. It's all about how thick the wand is. Don't worry. Ken and Neil, your grasp of fandom is hilarious and usually wrong, but very funny. Good. Um, That's our hot take for today. Actually, and who's the guy that looks at all the wands? Olivier? Ollivander? Well, uh, in England. Ollivander? Okay. So Ollivander's seen a lot of wands. So <laughs> He knows from wands. He knows yeah. his wands. He's the wand guy. That's, right. John, that's John Hurt in the movie. John Hurt. It is John Hurt. You're right. R.I.P. Number, number four, if we're done. If we've yes. played as well. We're done with okay. the jokes. Harry's three children were named after six of his closest friends and family. Name those six. Well, here, if Snape is one, Dumbledore is one. I'm guessing. Yeah, but here's the thing, and I don't. I know I don't know a lot about Harry Potter, but it would have to be Severus, right? Because that's his first name, and yeah. it have to be Albus, right? Yeah. Is that their names? Yeah. Severus and Albus. Okay, I'm just saying we can't just say Snape and Dumbledore because I think that would be incorrect. No, that's correct. It's asking to name the characters. All right, Albus Severus. His other son was named after the father and godfather, James and Sirius. And then the daughter was Lily Rose. All right. Hufflepuff? All right. So my wife was the one who pretty much worked all this out. <laughs> I could have gotten it, but she was already on it. So the first one the first one was uh, James Sirius. So after his dad and after Sirius Black. The next one was Albus Severus after Albus Dumbledore and Severus Snape. And we believe the daughter was Lily Luna after Lily Potter and Luna Lovegood. All right. And Voldemort. Well, we got as far as... Uh... Dumbledore and Snape. Um, then we did Hermione and Ron, and we went with McGonagall and Hagrid. Okay. So we're wrong. <laughs> so uh, so I think just Huffleclaw is getting points. Yeah, Correct. you're right. Mm-hmm. So it was Lily Luna was the one daughter's name? Was yes. the daughter's name? Lily Luna. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the, it's one name. Lily Luna. Right. Oh, but that's I see. Okay. two references. Uh, that's, right, right. I just yeah. didn't. Oh, I see. I'm sorry. All right. I'm good. <laughs> Three kids, six people. Yes. Right, right. Question five. What society did Hermione found in the books, but not in the movies? We're in. We're in, too. In the fifth one, they form a secret society to practice defense against the dark arts because it's pretty much a joke in the school at that point. But I don't know the name of the... It's like this is... Have you read the books? I read uh, four and a half. Oh, I didn't know any of this. I thought you never... 
I thought you hate Harry Potter. It was so long ago, but I recently watched the movies like last year. So oh, but it's not in the movie though. I was yeah, gonna say is. I was gonna it say is. the Bling Ring. It is in the, <laughs> but it's not the. Answer. It is in the movie. It's the Society for. They 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 have like a secret door that they go into, and there's this big empty room. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you're thinking of the um. That that is in the movies where they go in the secret room and they talk about Sirius and he's like, I've, I'm out of jail, save me. But I don't think no. you're. Are you? I don't know. They said it's not in the movie. You're, you're out of line, Neil. It ah. is in the movie. It's named. It's she said. She said she didn't found it in the in the. Ah, I see. Movie Harry does in the movie. Okay, I'll lean on. I don't know one. what it's called. The Bling Ring. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Team Huffleclaw. We believe it is Spew, and it's the Society for the Promotion of Elfish Welfare. Oh, and Slitherdoor. Yep, society for promotion. Uh, society for the promotion of elfish welfare, not Elvis welfare. Is- <laughs> That's so, too bad. I'm, I'm, I'm entirely on the wrong uh, track. Voldemort See, may have been blinded by their own arrogance. You're coming at me. I'm saying you're in the wrong element. You're out of your element, Donnie. Not me. <laughs> okay. It is the society for uh, promotion of elvish welfare. And you should know you love elves. You're Lord of the Rings crap. <laughs> so you should know that. <laughs> If it was Lord of the Rings, it'd probably it'd be Elfish Warfare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're not pushovers in the in the Tolkien mm. verse. Yeah, right. All right. Question six: What is the worst possible result that one can get on an owl? We're in on an on an OWL, right? Yes. Correct. Ooh. Yeah, we're in. They just gave us like a little clue there. OWL must mean some sort of yeah, message. The, that's the standardized test, the <clears throat> owls. Oh, I was thinking it was like it's a like message. The, it's the wizard ACTs. Oh, so the worst possible outcome? Yeah. You get like a... How about Habakadabra? A double F. E. F. F. <laughs> they actually you get, kill you. You get a, kill du- you. a double skull. Double syringe from New Girl. Double syringe. Let's go with the double syringe. Okay. All right. We, we don't know, <laughs> but we'll, we have something. <laughs> okay. Let's start with Huffleclaw. I want to hear what you got. Uh, well, because if you're doing magic, I think the worst thing you could be would be a muggle. That's hate speech, sir. Okay. <laughs> uh, Voldemort? Uh, we went with two syringes. Double syringe. <laughs> Sorry, double double syringe. Please be precise. And uh, Slitherdor. So this is where my uh, where my over you know overshooting expectations whatever comes in overachiever rank. Uh, the I'm pretty sure that all of the different grades you can get are O for outstanding. E for exceeds expectations, A for acceptable, those are the pass grades. Fail grades are P for poor, D for dreadful, and the lowest is T for troll. All right, 10 points to Slitherdor. No bonus points for knowing all of them, but uh, <laughs> I'll, keep, I'll, I'll add another bonus point for myself. Okay. Three now. Are there actual trolls in the... Yeah. yeah. Oh, there are. There's okay. a troll in the dungeon. Oh, yeah. oh so they, then, just, they just hate trolls then. Hermione gets cornered in the bathroom by a troll. That happens to a lot of women, just not Hermione. Usually on the internet. (laughs) I think that's the entire state of North Carolina was worried about. Yes. (laughs) I appreciate that joke. Sorry. Gonna have to slap an explicit tag on the Harry Potter episode. (laughs) (laughs) I believe we're on to seven. For five points each, this is a two-part answer. Name either or both of the female members of Umbridge's Inquisitorial Squad. All right, uh, Team Voldemort is locked in. We're locked in as well. You right. guys are the worst. Okay, we're in. All right, uh, I'm going to save, I think, what's the best answer for last year, so Voldemort will go in a minute. Let's uh, let's see what you had to say, Team <laughs> Slitherdor. 
Uh, we could only come up with one. We got Pansy Parkinson and could not for the life of us think of another female Slytherin that gets mentioned. So we know it's there. It's just not coming out. So we'll just take the five points for Pansy Parkinson. All right. Team Huffleclaw. All right. Well, we were sure about Pansy Parkinson. And the only other one we could think would be the friend of Cho who kind of ratted him out. And so we came up with uh, Marietta Edgecombe. All right. Team Voldemort. Uh, so we went with the uh, the members, uh, one for her work with her blade, uh, Katana, and the other one her work with her baseball bat, uh, Harley Quinn. It's uh, some kind of suicide squad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, you were, the, the two teams were definitely right on Pansy Parkinson, so five points each to those. Uh, Millicent Bolstrode was Ooh. the other one, if, uh, if my recollection serves me correct. Okay, number eight. What was the surname of the brothers who were the subject of Beetle the Bard's Tale of the Three Brothers? We're in. We are too. So that was the, uh, this the is story the, about the Deathly Hollows. This is the Shadow Puppets that I was talking about. Right, yeah. yeah I think of some of those uh, legendary names. Gryffindor? Oh, yeah, that's right. Aren't they named after famous people? Like the surname. Not Hufflepuff, obviously. Not like Sir Pontius Hufflepuff. Um, but uh, Gryffindor... Did they each have a... Slytherin's a dude too, right? Or no? Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. Come I wouldn't on, be a Slytherin anyway. I would be a Slytherin if I was a wrestler because I like heels, but I'd be Hufflepuff, or I mean <laughs> Gryffindor in my normal life. Ken and I had a discussion about what we would all be before Let's you go. came back into the studio. So I agree. Gryffindor. I'd be a, a Gryffindor? Yeah. Let's okay. go with uh, Gryffindor. <clears throat> okay. We have to do two, right? No, just one surname. They're all brothers. Oh, right. Okay. All right. We'll go Gryffindor. All right, Slither Door. The last name you... is Peveril. Oh, yeah. All right, Hufflepuff? We said Peveril as well. And Voldemort. We erroneously went with Gryffindor. <laughs> that was erroneous. The correct answer is Peveril. Does, uh, is Peveril's dog in the, <laughs> the books? Yeah, I, be- I, believe, I believe one of the three uh, is a bell. I think erroneous sounds like a pretty good wizard name itself. That's that is, true. That is a good name. He's not very good, though. No. No. That would be me in the wizarding world. His name is Erroneous Pontification. <laughs> <laughs> he has his zones. Yeah. Question nine. Who kills Cedric Diggory? I think I know this one. I think I know it. Just because I could be wrong. I, yeah, I think so. Okay. I think it's mistaken for one. Because okay. you have a crush on Robert Pattinson? It's fine. I love Robert Pattinson. We're locked in. Okay. This is what I think. There's a bait bait answer here. There's a bait. Well, obviously, it would would be us. You'd think it would be us. Uh, Yeah, I think the easy answer is Voldemort, but I feel like he makes Wormtail do it somehow. I don't know how, but is that right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're locked in. All right. Uh, Team Slitherdor, who I feel like it could be an Edgar Allan Poe name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We were pretty sure that he dies before all the Death Eaters show up, so we went with the only person who was there at that time would be Peter Pettigrew. And Huffleclaw. We said Peter Pettigrew as well. All After right. After a little bit of debate. 10 points to Huffleclaws, Slitherdor, and Voldemort. Okay. They're, yeah, the same guy, right? Okay. Yeah, Peter Pettigrew, Wormtail Ooh, are both Voldemort, acceptable answers. Voldemort, Voldemort. <laughs> 10. What is the name of Lupin and Tonks' child? We're in. We're into. Is it like a werechild? Isn't he a werewolf? Never said. All right. Uh, team uh, Voldemort is in. Okay. Um, I I will wait to see what you guys had to say. Huffleclaw. So, they called him Teddy, but his real name was Edward. Okay. Uh, Slitherdor? 
Uh, that's going to beat us, then, if that's the case, because we just put Teddy, and for my imaginary bonus point, 95% sure that they gave him the middle name Remus after his father. All right, and Voldemort. Uh, as a joke, we said Eddie Munster. <laughs> so, <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> Let me double check, because I just had Teddy. Um, I don't know what Teddy was short for. It's not that I don't believe you. It's that I am curious. It's very, very likely either Theodore or Edward. Those the- we saw it earlier today. And we're like, why would you call him Teddy if his name was Edward? Uh, according to the Harry Potter wiki, which is where I get all of my information, it is Edward Teddy Lupin. Um, he was born in April of 1998, in case anybody cares. So, yeah. We were pretty darn um, close. That was a year after my, my first kiss that was gross, uh, April 1998. Uh, I was dumped <laughs> here, at... Here uh, we go. Here comes the Neil story. I was dumped at a screening of Scream 2, put my arm around it. It got numb. My arm was numb. Uh, and then she said, sorry, we can't see each other anymore, but uh, the movie was great. So that's for, that's, that's for you. Man, it's pain. No, it's not Dude, pain. Dude, as breakups go, that's pretty smooth. So are we getting the points for Teddy on that one? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Points. Vol- Voldemort will not be getting points for their Eddie Munster answer. No, no. But J.K. Rowling, big fan. Big fan of the Munsters. All right, Neil. All right. What are our point totals at the end of regulation? All right. So after uh, the second round, um, Team Voldemort is still in third place with 80 points. Uh, playing the game twice as good is uh, Team Huffleclaw with 160 points. And uh, Team Slitherdoor is in the lead with 195. So those are the point totals you guys have to wager with. So, uh, Jeff, why don't you explain the wagering system? Sure. So as always with all of our normal games, we're going to be doing five categorized questions. I'll read you all the categories, and we will get the wagers from all of the teams. After that, I'll read each of the five questions. You can wager 0 to 30 points on the categories to determine who will be this week's One Who Lived. The boy who lived, come to die. All right, so your categories are the Deathly Hallows. And I'm borrowing here. Uh, I have to thank Aaron for some of the category name ideas. Is that a wand in your pocket? Or third category is going to be Harry Potter math. Again? I mean, I love it. It was my favorite. I did a whole round of this. And everyone <laughs> was really mad. <laughs> I mean, you got you to gotta have some kind of divider here. You got to really beat up on people, bludgeon them. And uh, question four is going to be in potent potions. Question five will be in muggles. Mud block. Mm. <laughs> Gasp. Easy there, buddy. We're leaving that in and censoring it, right? <laughs> Wait, what, is that a derogatory term for muggles? Yeah. Okay. In, in the books, yeah. <laughs> Not in real life. Neil, so, how do you exist in America in the 21st century and know so little about Harry Potter? <laughs> I know everything. I know a lot about the movies, but more so the behind the That's scenes. In the movies, I, well, I don't know. I haven't seen them in a while. All right, I think we're good. Yeah, so I I love the movies, but I haven't seen them in a while. My girlfriend Colleen, who just got home, she watches them all the time, and she knows a lot. But she wasn't home today. Um, she had a speech tournament, so. And I'll uh, I'll I'll leave this to Erin. She is our special guest writer. Yes. Uh, thanks again for this. This has been a lot of fun. Um, I didn't want to play because I, I do love Harry Potter, but I am not good at this. Um, we went to we did some Harry Potter trivia once, and I did not like it. It was not good. <laughs> yeah, here's a little clarification, though. Jeff, out of all of us, has read the books like multiple times, and yet you're not playing. Which... Uh, I have read the books once. I do plan to reread them some point. In the Normally, next year, the town but... idiot should be hosting with Aaron. That would be me, because Aaron and I should have our own podcast called Aaron and Neil Hot Takes. <laughs> so <laughs> we've been trying to push the Hot Takes brand for a while for Neil. Yes, I'm all about saying things that annoy people. 
Yes. That's good. Okay. So I will kick it over to Aaron for the honors. Okay. So question one, Deathly Hallows. Name the Deathly Hallows and who was the last to own them? Number two, after Hagrid's wand was snapped in half, what does he hide it in? Number three, I want the number of balls in a Quidditch match multiplied by the number of muggles Sirius was accused of killing. In potent potions in the books. What color is the Felix Felicis potion? Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. I have not seen the movies. And number five, muggles. What do Hermione Granger's parents do? Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. One particular argument, he ended up dislocating Ava's jaw. <gasps> Ava, she was such a tough cookie. Rather than cry or scream or anything like that, she... Or she, call the police. Or call the police like she should have, <laughs> exactly. What does she do? She takes an ashtray and she knocks him over the head and knocks him unconscious. That's how she fought back. She didn't know what to do, so she called Louis B. Mayer. I think I've killed Howard Hughes. What do I do? Revisit a time when the pictures were still big and everyone was ready for their close-up. When you want Tyrone Power instead of Tom Hardy, Jennifer Jones instead of Jennifer Lawrence, or Robert Mitchum rather than Robert Pattinson, then From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. I'm Jane Perlez, longtime foreign correspondent and former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. I've been a foreign correspondent in lots of places, Somalia, Indonesia, Pakistan, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I mean, China is not dropping anti-democratic paratroopers into Montana. But of course, we did see things like the weather balloon slash spy balloon riveting the whole country for a week. This is Face Off an eight-part series in which we'll take you behind the scenes to key moments in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. We'll speak with a diplomat, a spy, a tech reporter, a U.S. admiral, even Yo-Yo Ma. Plus, my pal and noted China historian Rana Mitter joins the conversation. We'll look at what's driving the two nations apart and explore whether anything can help bring them back together. Face-Off launches April 9th. Why didn't we bet 30 on all of them? Why didn't we bet 30 Let's on all of them is never us. something that we've ever said as a group. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, we'll mute us. Um, all right, so the Deathly at Hallows and who owns, who's the last person to own them? So how many are there? Three? Three. And we have to name what they are? So one of them's the Elder Wand. That was uh, right. Dumbledore had it, I think. Uh-huh. Was the Invisibility Cloak one? I think it was. Harry. So we got two. Elder Wand? What was the third one? It was a sword, right? It was the sword. The one that Neville uses? No, no, that's just one of the Horcruxes is a sword, right? No. It was okay. one of the things. Oh, it's it's Gryffindor's sword, right? The actual Gryffindor dude, it's his sword. That's what kills the snake. I think so. All right, so a sword? Or Gryffindor's sword? You think Harry had him? Yeah. Okay. He's, he's the man. <clears throat> that's why the books are Harry Potter and the blank. The man with the Midas touch. All right, so All right, next. next one... Um, Hagrid, when he breaks his wand, where does he hide it? Okay, okay that's a good answer. Okay. All right. Hold on. Ball, how many balls are there in Quidditch? Was Cla- it like, like four or something? McLaughlin. 
The what? Two two uh there's two teams. Two of the the ones that zip around and beat the shit out of everybody. Right. <laughs> the, the, sn- the snitch. The snitch. The snitch, right? Not the Dwayne Johnson movie. I think that's it, right? Yeah. Um <laughs> two snitches? Or there there's one three? one snitch. Right. Two of those things that beat the shit out of everybody. Uh-huh. And then uh, <laughs> One quaffle. I think they should just change what, the name. What the hell's a quaffle? That's the one that where the actual game is being played. Yeah. Everybody besides Harry Potter doesn't matter. There's a whole nother game going on. That's the snitch, right? One person's goal is to hit the switch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I knew that. Okay. All right. So how many? What is so that? That's four. Four? Okay. All right. So four Quidditch balls. How many people did Sirius kill? Nine. Or, or pretend to kill? Nine? I, I have nine stick in my head for some reason. All right. So 13. That's, that's pretty, yeah. That's like th- Friday the 13th. I like it. Triscodecophobia. Thanks, it's, Jeff. It's not added. It's multiplied. Oh, boy. Um, four <laughs> times... Four, <laughs> 12? Is that 12? No, four I'm times. sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, God. I haven't eaten all day. Um, 32. 32. Okay. 36. <laughs> 36. You guys are great at math. All right. All right. The color of Felix... Uh, Bel- uh, what Green. I, green. Okay. All right. Hermione Granger's parents. Doctors. Uh, hold on. Colleen? Hello? They're doctors. What do Hermione Granger's parents do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. They're doctors. Okay, we're in. At least for one answer. Doctors. Okay. Everyone's in? All right. Question one was in the Deathly Hallows. Name the Deathly Hallows and who was the last to own them. Huffleclaw, what was your wager? We wagered 30 points and we said that it's the Elder Wand, the Resurrection Stone, and the Invisibility Cloak. And we believe Harry was in possession of all of them at the at the final finality. All right, Slytherdor? Uh We also wager 30, and yeah, uh, the Wand of Elder, the Resurrection Stone, and the Cloak of Invisibility, and Harry was the final owner of all three of them. And Voldemort. Well, surprisingly, we got awful close, and uh, we had everything except for the uh, Resurrection thingy, and we thought it was the uh, the sword that he uses in the second book. So, uh, And we also said Harry for all of them, but uh, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. And we're going to lose 20 on that. And we'll lose 20, yeah. All right, so as Ken sort of identified, the correct answer was Resurrection Stone, Cloak of Invisibility, and Elder Wand, and Harry Potter had all of them at the end. Number two, is it a wand in your pocket or when Hagrid's wand was snapped in half, where does he hide it? Hufflecloth. Uh, we bet 20 on this one, and we said in an umbrella. All right, Slitherdor. Okay, so we bet 10, but I'm wishing we had bet 30. When his wand gets snapped in half, he hides the pieces in a pink umbrella. Uh, we wagered uh, 10 points. And uh, Ken, you can say the answer. I just thought maybe uh, if my wand broke, I would slip it into my beard. So we said Hagrid's beard. Yeah, the correct answer was a pink umbrella. So points for both on that one. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Number three, some more Harry Potter math. The number of balls in a Quidditch match multiplied by the number of muggles Sirius was accused of killing. Uh, let's start with... Slither door on this. On this one, we wagered 20, and we have that there are four balls in a game of uh, Quidditch. You have the Quaffle, the two Bludgers, which otherwise known as the beat the shit of people balls, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> the one Snitch. So that's four times by the 13 people, 13 muggles that uh, that Sirius was accused of killing. So our final answer is 42. All right. Helpful club? Uh Well, we bet zero on this, so we didn't think super hard about it. But there were, we know there's four balls in Quidditch, and we just said he killed five people, so our number was 20. All right, and Voldemort. Uh, so we wagered 10 points, and uh, we said that there were four Quidditch balls and nine uh, people that he was accused of killing, so we went with 36. 
All right, so there are four Quidditch balls. And I think we, I think I know where we messed up. It was twelve Muggles and Peter Pettigrew. So, yep, Sirius was only accused of killing twelve Muggles, so the correct answer was forty-eight. And number four, potent potions. What color is the Felix Felicis potion? Uh, Hufflepuff. Uh, we, we had some little debate on this one, but we ended up saying it was gold. All right, Slytherin. Uh, we also said gold. And we wagered and, and we wagered twenty. Great. And Voldemort? Uh, we went with the uh, classic green and also wagered 20. All right. Points for Hufflepuff and Slytherdor. That was gold. I think it was clear in the movies. And number five, Muggles. What do Hermione Granger's parents do? Slytherdor. They are dentists. And we wagered 30. All right. Hufflepuff? We said they're dentists and we wagered 30 on that one. All right. And Colleen? <laughs> yeah, uh, confident that it would not affect the outcome of the game. Uh, me and Neil phoned a friend. We wagered 20 points, and we eventually said dentists. Points all around. That's dentists. Final round scores are in, and not much of a surprise here. Team Voldemort coming in last place. Third place, but last place uh, with a total of 40 points. Now, who comes in third place in the Triwizard Tournament in the book? I think it's Crumb, because I think Fleur lost a lot of points on the uh, on one of them. Okay. And Cedric died. Yeah, that's yeah. last so place. <laughs> well, Cedric's the real loser, because he died. So. <laughs> all right, so we're, we're really just Is Cedric. We're died, but we died looking good. Yeah. That's all that matters. Okay. That's my motto. Live right. fast, live a good-looking corpse. All right, in second place, our runners-up uh, for the Tri-Wizard Tournament Cup here. Uh, Team Slitherdoor with 265. Respect. We didn't die. You yeah. didn't die. <laughs> That's true. But the one who really lived, got to give it up 270 points for Team Huffleclaw. Not Jake Dumbledore, what's happened? He's back. He's back. Voldemort's back. Cedric, he asked me to bring his body back. I couldn't leave him. What? Wow. Yeah. Congrats, guys. Nuts. That was hard That fought. was a lot of right answers. You guys are really good at Harry Potter. This is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. That was that was why I didn't want to play Neil. I didn't want my experience of loving the films and the books to be ruined by getting beaten savagely. So, said you and Neil have to try. I like it. Yeah, that's okay. I'll, I can take it. Um, can we say Avada Kedavra to Hufflepuff so that we win? Man, that's <laughs> ice cold. Ooh. Ice cold. Ice cold. Ben, thanks for having us in. It was a great time. Uh, yeah, had a good time. I just want to say, if you guys ever need another special ghost to guest to, special guest. <laughs> to uh, write some questions for you, I'd be more than happy as well. Got Harry Potter on the mind. Nearly headless. So yeah, thank you guys. We really appreciate it. Great game. And uh, also, uh, let's all give a round of applause to Aaron for those questions. Yeah, good job. Thanks, guys. Jeff, why don't you let people know where they can find us, and then we will uh, say goodbye to Hogwarts and put our wands in the in the sky. Wave them really high. Like, we just don't care, whatever business that is. You should really read the books, dude. (laughs) (laughs) You're so bad at this. (laughs) So, uh, best way that you can get in touch with us is go right to our website, trivialitypodcast.com. There we have links where you can reach out to us, Facebook and Twitter, at trivialitypod. If you'd like to be a supporter of this show, you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast. Uh, there we put your money to good use, um, funding the show, keeping it running, and uh, hopefully, maybe someday soon, uh, even paying us back a little bit. Maybe purchase a wand of our own. 
Yeah, the greatest trick that any wizard ever pulled was taking that money from our bank accounts that will never come back (laughs) (laughs) to produce the show. But that's okay, because we all love magic. All right, so thank you to Aaron for writing the questions, along with a few nice questions from Jen Keep in there. Thank you to David and Anandi, Andrew and Katie, and in the studio, Jeff and Ken. And for that game, my name is Neil, and that was Triviality. Excuse me. Who are you? Rubius Hagrid, keeper of keys and grounds at Hogwarts. Of course, you'll know all about Hogwarts. Sorry, no. No? Blimey, Harry, didn't you ever wonder where your mum and dad learned it all? Learned what? You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs>